I'm Claire. And I'm Liz. And this is The Balancing Act, a podcast where we talk about law, life, and everything in between. All right, so in episode 37 of The Balancing Act, we are talking about legal expectations versus realities. Some of you may have seen that meme that was going around more so like a year or two ago where it was like what people think I do, what my mom thinks I do, what I actually do type thing for different professions. And so today Liz and I are going to talk about what we thought it was going to be like to be a lawyer, maybe while we were in law school or before we even started law school, but what it actually is like to be a lawyer now that we've both been practicing for several years and uh, have that real life experience under the belt. So Liz, what did you think, like either before you started practicing law school or while you were in law school, what were, what did you think it was going to be like to be a lawyer? Well, that is a great question. I feel like I had a few very different ideas in my head. One was I was going to be working at this very high powered, busy firm in a very tall office building. I was going to wear really expensive clothes and drink a lot of coffee. So that was one picture I had. That picture didn't really involve any of the legal work in my brain. Yeah. Another it was like background. Yeah. It was just going to be like, oh, I'm just so high powered in my fancy suits. Another picture that I had was for whatever reason, why I was in law school, the episodes, like reruns of The Practice would be on every morning as I was getting oh, out yeah. of bed on some yeah. channel. So then I was like, oh, that's that's really what law practice is like. So then, <laughs> and when I pictured that, it was like, oh, I'm fighting for justice and I'm going to have all these clients and and every time I'm going to basically have a happy ending because I'm always going to discover the thing. You know what I mean? Like money is not an object yeah. for the client. Time's not an object. The system always works everything out perfectly. And then other expectations were based after that that were probably more realistic was like, oh, I clerked <laughs> at legal aid and actually did legal work. Oh, sure. <laughs> and then actually went into a courtroom and, you know, that I was like, oh, this is more what it's like, (laughs) you know, less, I mean, most of the law type things don't get resolved in a 30 to 60 minute episode. It's not, (laughs) it's not like that. (laughs) How about you, Claire? Well, I uh, loved Legally Blonde as a teenager growing up. And so I was like, oh, I'm totally going to be Elle Woods. That is totally (laughs) going to be my jam. I'm going to get like an almost perfect score on the LSAT and like, it'll be no big deal. Just get into Harvard. (laughs) Um, Did you want a koala too? uh, (laughs) (laughs) Everything would just be very glamorous and easy. And I also, you know, was a huge fan of Law and Order. Yes. Uh, not so much now, but mm. like before becoming an attorney, like Law and Order was my jam. I could totally have like a sick day in bed and just watch reruns of Law and Order all day long and be yeah. like intrigued and and love that. And so, you know, that certainly had the expectation of like someone confessing on the stand in like a dramatic fashion and 
Um, some of the stuff you were talking about too, with like, you know, justice always working out or when it doesn't, justice somehow comes through the back door yes. to make sure that like people are vindicated. Yeah. And I'd- even like um, with like John Grisham books, with like the attorney always working, you know, for justice and in the best interests of the client, um, you know, helping the little guy against, you know, the evil whatever corporation. Yeah, that was pretty ideal. What I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of think, yeah, I kind of think the same way what you're saying, but also I call, I, I actually still watch Law and Order um, when it's on like reruns, but what I call it, and I yeah. don't know if this is appropriate for a podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. I call it lawyer porn because basically <laughs> everything always works out. The judge is pretty much always on your side. Like it's not, it's like, oh, this is so great and so easy. So hundred percent. And then with the John Grisham thing, you know, like, oh, I'm going to be on the side of justice. I'm going to represent the little guy. I, I love when I can do something like that, but it's weird. It's like the system is honestly on some level really stacked against the little guy. And it is like the big yes. corporations have it easier. It's like, it, it's, and it's actually really hard as a lawyer, especially a solo attorney to be able to do those things that are so easy in those John Grisham books. (laughs) I agree. I think that it shows it's good fiction. Yes. You know, they're fun to read, but that's what people should leave that as is good fiction and not anywhere near reality. So what is reality like, Claire? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think reality... I think reality is, I don't know, can you go more than like 180 degrees different? Like, I guess you could do like a 360 or a 720 or something. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I think, you know, when you're dealing with real people and their real concerns and their real life, you know, all of a sudden you're making decisions like, you know what, I don't have the money to keep fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I am going to yeah, I am going to have to take this okay enough agreement because it's just not, you know, financially or emotionally mm-hmm. right, you know, for me to keep yeah. keep pursuing this litigation. And that's, that's a conversation I've had many times mm-hmm. with clients. And I think most people come to attorneys when something is, is going on that's really hard in their life. So whether it's like a bankruptcy or a death or a divorce or or something like that, even with even with my estate planning clients, they're doing it because, you know, a lot of times they've seen a loved one die yeah. with a will or without a will. And so they want to make sure that that their experience is either the same or different, but yeah. you know, to do that to have to have an estate plan. And so we're not seeing clients like on the best days for of sure. their lives. Things are a struggle. I think that's a lot different. I think the idea that, you know, things will end up like in a suspenseful, dramatic outcry where all of a sudden the truth is revealed or yeah. somebody confesses. Like, I would say surprises are not good. <laughs> when you're a lawyer, usually, you yeah, don't want surprises. 
from your client yes. or the other side. Like you want things to be to be expected because you already know, you know, the information mm-hmm. from documents yes. or discovery. You don't want that Last courtroom outcry. Yes. yes. Yes, that is that is not a good thing yep. most of the time when it happens. Yes. Yeah. No, but I agree a hundred percent on that. And I tell my clients that it is better for me to know everything and that nothing can surprise me. I let, you know, that's the way I say it, like, cause I'll be like, it's really bad, you know, or I don't want to share this. And the reality is that honestly, nothing a client can, can tell me can honestly shock me or surprise me in a way that would make, you know, well, I'm sure something could shock or surprise me. Don't get me wrong. But for the most part, most of the time, what people are really scared to talk about isn't something that's going to ruin their case, you know? And so yeah. it's so important that people do tell you everything up front. So that way we have those facts. Um, so I have not personally had an event at court where there was something disclosed at court, like on the stand that I didn't already know. I can think of a couple of friends who, you know, have had trials where something ended up being disclosed in a surprising way. And like you said, Claire, surprises usually are not a good thing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Usually because that could change the whole theory of the case at that point. Yeah. So yeah, there aren't those, yeah, for the most part, there aren't those big dramatic moments, but there are those moments where things go well and you're really happy and the client's really happy. So I suppose that's kind of like the happy ending on a TV show, but yeah, it's not, it usually isn't like a giant reveal. (laughs) And I usually tell my clients too, like, this is a judgment free zone, you know, whatever you don't want to talk about, you know. I've probably heard before. Yes. So don't, yes. you know, whatever whatever it is. And that's usually they somehow feel like shame or guilt about yeah. a money thing or a mm-hmm. personal thing or whatever the case may be. Just trying to create that trust so that there isn't there isn't a surprise. I also think that a whole lot of the what I call administrative work is yes. never shown in like books or movies. Um, and maybe that's no. because I'm a solo and it's not because I'm in some high powered high rise mm. with like 14 or 40 or 400 people beneath me. I'm pretty sure that administrative work um, in general, like the things that we do administratively would not make great TV. <laughs> yeah. So that's well, probably like why they don't invoicing yeah. and timekeeping. <laughs> And billing or yeah. setting up word your... documents yeah. <laughs> into templates or like making a change on all your documents or something. Yeah, not not super exciting. Or doing like your continuing ed credits or yeah. whatever type of thing you need to do. But a lot of it is like kind of that routine work that's not necessarily like super exciting or thrilling. Yep. Yeah. But honestly, Sometimes it feels good to do that work after a tough day. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Which is also a surprise. I did not think that that would be 
Same. interesting or exciting because it's not necessarily that client contact, but it's still really important. Any other uh, surprises or? Not really. I mean, I suppose one thing is just that there are a lot of people in this world and everyone has their story. And before being a lawyer, I don't think I realized it to the extent that I realize it now, just that everyone kind of has their, their background story that you just wouldn't know. But because we're lawyers and people talk with us about things going on, I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like I really appreciate people in general more, if that makes sense. That is a really cool part of being a lawyer is to to find out huge parts of of people's lives and how you know maybe they're they're how they interact with different family members or mm-hmm. that dynamic or just you know how they how they live their lives or, or different professions even right being a yeah. lawyer has introduced me to a whole lot of professions I didn't even know existed before exactly and so that is a surprising and unique and joyful thing surprise yeah yes yeah that's it that's a good way to end it thanks liz yes yeah